Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Do you know the extent of the problem? And I'm not talking about your bloating, your hormones or your root causes, all those geeky things that I normally talk about. In today's episode, I really want to help increase your motivation and your compassion and your kindness towards yourself by looking at what is the extent of the problem. So when it comes to your symptoms and what you're feeling right now, how did you get here? Why is it that you are struggling? And there's lots of reasons for that. And I want to look at one today that you probably haven't thought about, talked about, and certainly doesn't really get discussed in general terms. But I know that at the end of this podcast, you're going to feel so much more compassion towards yourself. And when you feel actually more compassion towards yourself, you take action that actually sticks. You find motivation that actually lasts. And I know that that's going to happen for you because I really want you to feel good. I really do. And I know that you can. And today I want to talk about a really important part of um, and a really important aspect of your health, of your history, of something that will be contributing towards your symptoms right now, the bloating, the hormone issues, the fatigue, the autoimmune issues. That's what we're going to be looking at today. It's going to be a juicy one. So, and you might be able to hear my kids in the background. They've just come outside playing on the trampoline. Um, and But it was probably just in the intro. They're busy. I think they built a pirate den in the garden. <laughs> which is fun. Um, I, this is the beauty of having, I have a little office built in the garden, um, which works great in winter because no one comes outside. And then as soon, as soon as the sun's out, you're like, huh, I haven't escaped anyone. Anyway, I am so glad that you are here. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Seriously. I have like over a hundred thousand downloads of this podcast. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I have been doing it for years and years, um, but I'm just so grateful that you're listening and I'm so excited and grateful that you are listening because I'm assuming you are learning about and shifting your health. You're wanting to be and feel better. And I'm so excited for that. That's the world really needs you to have energy and be well and to just be balanced and healthy and thriving. I think the world really doesn't need more women surviving and pushing through and crying for a week before her period and being bloated and having no confidence and feeling really fatigued and feeling really anxious. Not that there's any blame for those symptoms because I have experienced all those symptoms as well, but there is a possibility that is the option of you being well. And that's what this podcast is for and it's free and I spend time, money, and energy making it come out for you every week. I've been doing it for years now. Well done, me. This is like 260 episodes or something. So I just want to say thank you for being here. And I really hope that this helps you along your journey. Um, a couple of updates for me. The main one is I have, did, did you know I have a quiz? I actually made this quiz years ago. And then this is what happens with me. I'll be really honest. I make things and then I get like imposter syndrome when I think, oh God, I bet it's really bad. Oh, it's not helpful at all. And then I just kind of forget about it and don't tell people about it. Well, I have been going through my own quiz again and it's great. I got a couple of people in the little mastermind I'm in to go through it. And they were like, Kezia, this is really great and really helpful. And I was like, I know, right? 
So I'm going to start telling you about it. It's the Gut Goddess Quiz and it's really good. If you are feeling overwhelmed and stuck and you're not quite sure what to do, where to begin, or just what ballpark you're in. You know, I talk about hormones, I talk about gut, I talk about energy, I talk about your relationship with food. And you might be like, I don't know, Kezia, I feel like I struggle with all of them. Where do I begin? Where do I start? What does that look like? What do I eat? What do I not eat? What is the first step? What are the first two steps that I need to take? If that's you, do the Gut Goddess Quiz. KeziaHall.com forward slash quiz. I will, once based on your results, you'll get sent like a little like action plan and some resources in the Gut Goddess Guide via email. And then I'll also just email you and check in and see how you're doing. You can reply, you cannot reply, it's totally up to you. But the goal is just to begin. I talk so much on this podcast about giving you more personalized and bespoke advice. And this is just like an initial step. It's obviously a quiz, so it's not completely personalized, but it's just the first step in getting, in setting you in the right direction. So if you haven't done that, or even if you've done that a long time ago, go to keziahall.com forward slash quiz and re- do it. It's totally free and I think it will really, really serve you. So I hope that is really helpful. Also, as of this um, going out in May, I am going to be taking on two new clients for my three-month program in June. So if you're wanting to work with me over um, three months in my Well Woman Accelerator program and you're interested in doing that, then you can go to keziahall.com forward slash book. You can book in a chat there. It doesn't commit you to anything. I'm not here to pressure you into anything, but it's just the quickest, most efficient way where we can check in, figure out what's going on with your health and your symptoms, chat through all the questions that you have, and then you can make a really informed decision. I know that there's a lot of like decision fatigue that can go on. And the reason I do these calls, A, is because I'd love to chat with you and it's lovely to actually talk in person and to help to like begin, we can start to create your personalized plan. But also um, it's just a way of you making, knowing quickly, yes or no, if it's for you. So no decision fatigue or stress or anxiety, just a quick half an hour call. So you can be like, yep, yeah, no. And I'm not here to be like, manipulate you into doing anything. I'm just here to answer your questions, give you my feedback of what I think is going on in your body, what we might want to look at, what lab tests we might want to do, what your program might look like, and then you can go and decide. So I'll be taking on new two new clients. I'll space for two clients in um, starting in June. So you can go to keziahall.com forward slash book if you want to know more about that. But otherwise, enjoy the episode. Today we're talking about something really important. And it's something that I would really love for you to understand and see a little bit more and spend just a little bit of time just thinking about how this affects you, your body, your life, your relationship with food, your relationship with health, the decisions you make, the behaviors and the beliefs that you have. Um, Because this is a really important thing that I want to talk about, um, but it often doesn't get discussed because the goal is that by the end of this, you'll actually, by the end of this podcast, you'll have a lot more kindness and compassion towards yourself, towards your body, towards the choices, towards the things that you've quote unquote failed with, the things you're disappointed with, the symptoms that you have, the conditions that you have, the de- like all of these things. The goal actually is I want to talk about this because I think it's going to lead you to deeper compassion towards yourself, deeper kindness towards yourself. And when there's more kindness and compassion, when those become the foundation of your action, when those become the foundation of your behavior of any of when those become the foundation of the change that you want to make in your diet and make towards your health, 
then you find that the changes that you make stick. You actually find that you are able to see changes that last. You actually find that you are motivated. Because I think motivation doesn't come from a personality trait necessarily. It actually comes from understanding and having compassion, a lack of motivation. I think one of the aspects is that lack of depth of understanding and a whole set of unhelpful beliefs. So that's what we're going to unpick today. Also, a lack of motivation also comes from like your brain chemistry as well, like hello, dopamine, testosterone, (laughs) these kind of things. So this is why I call myself a holistic nutritionist and a coach. We've got to look at both of these things. You might have a lack of motivation because of some of the stuff we're going to talk about. And maybe your dopamine's really rubbish or you've got low testosterone or height, like all of these kind of things. It's both and. It's not either or. It's not like, you know, therapy will solve everything in my life and I don't need to do anything else. No, you probably need to do therapy and you probably need to do like some gut work and change your relationship with food. And it's both and because you're one whole person. But I want to share this with you because I really hope that it leads you towards more kindness. Because I really think the more that I work with clients, the more that I um, look at my own journey, the more that I learn is that, yes, you've got to take the right strategic action for you, if that makes sense. So you listen to this and you have PCOS and you've got IBS, you've got all the S's, all the syndromes, and you do need to take strategic action. The action you need to take needs to be strategic based on your body, your root causes, based on research, based on data. Yes, but also the the energy behind taking those actions, why you take those actions, the motivation, the beliefs that drives you to take those actions needs to come be, needs to be from a place of kindness and compassion towards yourself. As soon as it becomes harsh and critical and pushing and like, oh, I'm such a failure, I have to do this kind of vibe, it's really going to affect your results and, and how much progress you make. So I'm guessing you're listening to this podcast and that you're here is because A, that you care about your health and you probably have a couple of things going on, maybe with your gut or with your hormones, or with your body, or you already have some diagnosis and you're at, you're like taking the time as we speak to learn and get equipped. And because of that, I feel like it's really important that you understand kind of what the problems really are and the full extent of the problems. So there's you and your body. So we talk about that a lot on this podcast as a holistic nutritionist, talk about your gut health and your hormones and hormone metabolism and detoxification and like how to beat bloating and gut microbiome and, you know, all these kind of things because there's your body and that's super important. And I am such a geek for people's bodies. I love learning about it. I love helping women really be healed and empowered in their bodies. So there's your body, but there's also the context or the ecosystem that your body has been in grown up in and has come from. And that's what we're talking about a little bit today because the what, when we're looking at you and how you feel right now, whatever your symptoms are, the reason you are where you are right now is the result of actually your, your internal and external environments, which is why when I'm working with clients one-to-one, you're like, we go right back to like your parents and your mother. How was she in pregnancy? How were you born? How were you fed? How was your childhood? Because all of those factors, all of those environmental factors, you know, did you take antibiotics as a child? Did you, you know, all of these kind of things all affect your internal and external environment, which has led you to where you are now. So this is, this is I work in this, I'm just laughing because I'm like, 
I don't think most people think like this, but I just think obviously, like if you're solving a problem and say your problems are bloating, weight gain and um, endometriosis, let's say those are some of the things going on, then that those are some of the symptoms of the problem. If you want to solve those problems, you really need to look at the full picture of how you got to the point of those symptoms. So symptoms didn't just randomly like poop, come out of nowhere. Oh, oh, just no, there will be reasons and contributing factors. And it is nuances, not black and white. It's not because you're low in B12. Now you have endometriosis. Like it's not that um, there's various different factors, but we've got to look at them all in order for you to a have that kindness and compassion so that you can actually make changes that last. Because I'm really not interested in you like ditching sugar for a week and being like, woo woo for a week and feeling better, but then getting like sucked into those old patterns and those vicious cycles. The reason I work with people on such a deep level and um, why it's such an investment to work with me is because we really want to shift all of this stuff, the biochemistry, the beliefs, the mindset, the way that you eat, the sugar cravings, your actual symptoms, the bloating, your poo, your hormones, your periods, your like do we want to do that big shift there so we need to look at the ecosystem where you've been in how you've grown up and where you've come from and so this I really want to share with you to be a bit of a reminder that call for compassion and hopefully stir up more motivation in you because the more compassionate and kind you are to yourself you should then find a little bit more motivation actually because sometimes people think oh if only I was more motivated I'd whatever not eat gluten or something and we, I, th- I, it's a separate podcast. I think the conversation around what is motivation is is an interesting one because I think we have it wrong. <laughs> but I do know that when you do things out of a love towards yourself and compassion towards yourself, it's way more effective. <laughs> just hands practically, and I don't mean more effective in that. Oh, it just feels all nice and lovely. No, like practically, you will make you will ditch your symptoms quicker if there is compassion and love and acceptance along the way. It's much harder for you to ditch your endometriosis and heal and reduce the inflammation, get rid of your bloating, improve your sleep and lose weight. If it's all like, oh, I can't believe you're still struggling with this and you're so fat and you need to do it. You, you'll actually really limit the progress that you make. And I only say that because I've just noticed that with so many people that I've worked with and also obviously myself. I've tried doing and healing my own own body by like hating it and bullying it and being mean to it and wondering why isn't it better? Why have you disappointed me? Why are you failing me? Why are you against me? And all of those feelings are totally valid, but I have definitely learned that the kinder that you are to your body, the more effective and the quicker the progress you're going to make. So it's actually like really efficient and productive to be kind. Um, so what are we talking about today is we want to look at this ecosystem and this environment. So why, really what we're looking at is why are you struggling and why are we at the place that we're here now? And there are lots of reasons for this. I'm just touching on one today and it's obviously a nuanced conversation, but it's, I just want to remind you and really lay out clearly that if we look at, um, women's bodies, and so I assume if you're listening to this, you're in a woman's body. And if you just look historically, essentially, with women's bodies, we have not had a say in what goes on. We've not had power or ownership of our bodies, really, of women's bodies. Generally speaking, women's bodies have been seen 
up until relatively recently as property of men. So a woman, you got married and really getting married was the only way to stay safe and be provided for unless you were from maybe a very wealthy family or had wealthy connections. Marriage was a way of not ending up in the streets, having food, having shelter, not having to go into like the one career that women had accessible to them at the time, which was prostitution. That was like one of the few things that women could do to earn money at various points in history. So we've had, excuse me, we've had not been, had a say in our bodies, to put it simply, historically. So that means we haven't had a choice. That also often means a lot of violence and trauma. So what do we, what have we done about that in the past? What, just thinking logically, what would we do? Okay, if you are living in a traumatic situation continuously, and this is all, I'm talking in broad terms, obviously everybody's experience is slightly different, but even if I just look at my like grandma and my great grandma and my own family line, there's a lot of violence, a lot of trauma, not a lot of empowerment, no financial say, no real career say, no, just a not great empowering environment. But you, you, to, we need to survive, obviously. So what we do then, and one of the ways that we survive is actually just to disconnect from our bodies. So I want to, I would um, present the idea that part of the reason that we struggle now, that I've struggled with my own health, is that I have this inheritance, this learned behavior that's been passed in through my genetics. Like this isn't just like, ooh, this idea. It literally impacts how your DNA gets replicated. It's a whole area of science called epigenetics. It's really, really interesting. You can Google it if you want to. But living with this um, disempowerment and trauma and um, in this situation, in this environment, it's really going to affect your day to day. So, and how do you respond to that? Well, you just, if your body isn't yours and it's the cause of violence and trauma and you don't really have a say, you don't really have any choice, the easiest thing is to kind of disconnect from your body, like get your head and your emotions away from your body. So your body is just this vessel that people can do whatever to, and it kind of, you eat and you need it, but there's not a relationship there. It's almost, it makes sense to survive. You just need to cut off like a relationship with your body. And also the culture and environment that you're in, you're constantly, the, the message is constantly reinforced that your body doesn't matter. Your health doesn't matter. You're being neurotic. You're you know, being hysterical, hysteria, that was like an actual medical diagnosis, you know, all of these things. It's just women's problems. It's not a big issue, blah, 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 blah. So it's just easier almost to like cut off from some of that difficulty. And you're like, Kezia, yeah, but we're we're talking like a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, Kezia. And some of it's yes. uh, And and we're going to look at that in terms of why that's still impacting you today. But it's helpful to see that's kind of the context of your DNA, of your of where you are at, where how you've come to where you're at right now. And there's a learned behavior that we've had as a culture of disconnecting to our bodies, of being disempowered around our bodies, of not caring about our bodies, of not paying attention to our bodies, of not listening to it. Like we literally don't, you don't actually, listening to this, you probably don't know what your symptoms mean. You probably didn't grow up knowing about your cycle, about your hormones, about all the different hormones that go on, the different pros and cons of your cycle, about what even bleeding, I've had clients that don't even know why it is that they bleed, like what, where is the blood coming from, what is that? Chances are you didn't get that education, why? Because women's bodies haven't mattered, your body hasn't mattered and yes in our current times 
things have changed and are changing, which we can be so grateful for and acknowledge and celebrate and be really, really glad for. But that doesn't mean there's not this ripple effect or side effect or ongoing conditioning that now is less external. It's not necessarily you know, there's nobody in my house being like, Kezia, you cannot do this. You cannot wear this. Like, no, but it's internalized. I am, it's, there's not as many outward structures anymore, like in the past where you couldn't vote and you, um, you could be sterilized if some doctor and some man decided to, they would just do that for you. You could, you know, have an abortion, even if you didn't want to, just because some man decided to, you would, you know, all of these kinds of things. There's not as much of that going on, although there's still massive flaws in our research towards women's health. We lack so much information. So much of our medical data is based on male bodies and therefore based on the assumption that women are small men, which is not, we know from basic biology that we actually have a really different set of DNA. We have a different rhythm, different, we're different. We're not just small men, but so much of our medical system historically, even like this is recently with from the last 50 years is based on the research and the assumption that we behave and our bodies and our biology is like small men if that makes sense, which is really the impact that's going to impact you today. I've had a lot of clients in the last year or so with endometriosis, and there's so little research around endometriosis, yet it can be, I've had women with massive, massive growths going on, like stage four endometriosis, awaiting surgery, and there's just not a lot of knowledge in that, and really life crippling, really affects their life, but we because of this context, there's not, we don't know why there is, no one's funding it, no one's, because it's like, oh, it's just women's, it's just women's bodies. And also it takes women so long to ever get a diagnosis. Most of the people I've worked with, I'm just using endometriosis here because it's top to mind, top of mind. It's taken them like seven, eight years of often chronic pain to get like a proper diagnosis. Why? Because it's like, oh, it's just your period. Just take the pill. Mm, you're just anxious. Mm, you may be just a bit stressed. I think it's because you're getting older. I think it's because of the menopause. I think it's because you've had a baby. I think it's because you're stressed. A lot of that is just total bullshit. But it's this, it's not blaming necessarily a person. It's the, it's just being aware that this, where we have come from and these conditioning, these beliefs are still ingrained in our society and they're much more subtle and we do have, things have changed and we can be really grateful for that, but that doesn't mean that, that we don't still have the side effects. We're not still living with this idea that women's bodies just don't matter as much as a man. So when it comes to research, when it comes to funding, when it comes to how you're treated, when it comes to being believed, there's still elements of like, oh, she's just hysterical, you know? just but they would never say that but there's still these elements and again this is this is um everybody I I do generally believe people within the medical system are actually really doing the best job that they can this isn't like a it's not getting at that system although it is a flawed system it's really helping I really just want you to understand a little bit of the context of like oh okay this is where I've come from huh interesting so when it comes to your relationship with money you are, you're maybe the first or second person in your generation who's had any sort of financial independence that's earned money, potentially. Or just, not. it's not about earning money, maybe just having a say. Maybe you don't earn, quote unquote, a wage and you work in your home full time. 
you should, I hope, have a financial say, be equal in your financial decisions in the house. Just because you don't earn doesn't mean you're not equal in making the financial decisions. Although that is still a big thing. See, see, that's still a big thing. It's still this, this, you know, this undervaluing the role of women, the role of women's bodies. And when you can understand that, you can have so much more compassion for like, oh, oh, this is why I struggle with my body. I don't know how to be in relationship with it. I don't know how to have a good relationship with food because I've only ever just used food to like numb out. I don't know what my symptoms mean. I'm not in relationship with my body. I don't know how to be in a right relationship with my body. Like I, when you don't, because you were never modeled that, you never saw that probably. And that's something that you're doing now. It's a new thing that we get to do. So I want to remind you of this and just point it out. And I know some of you might be more cynical and be like, oh God, Kezia, that was ages ago. But we know from science, it's still like, it still affects you. Even if you just think about your grandma and your great grandma and your own line and think about the things and I'm sure there was positive things, but there was probably things that you wouldn't want in your life now. Maybe your grandma never, I know my grandma never had a financial say, independence. Granddad, my granddad just drank away money. Um, And that is not an uncommon story. And the reason you could be struggling now, struggling to invest in yourself, struggling to actually make changes, get the support that you need, look after your health, really honor your body, look after your body, learn about it, get support is probably actually more to do with this than to do with your like personal character, if that makes sense. It's this subtle internal conditioning. It's been, it's no one saying it to you now on the outside. It's all this internal things like I couldn't possibly spend that my money. I can't decide that. I, you know, and and money is a great, I talk about money because it's just a really tangible example, but it can show up in lots of different ways. And it'll still be, it's still impacting us today. So I hope that this helps you to have some compassion. This isn't a character flaw. This is kind of like brainwashing that you've had and your mother's had and your grandma's had and your great grandmother's had and that women have had for a a long time. Like just practically, if you look at history and women's rights and laws changing and um, where, you know, if you just just look practically at when we've had a right to... um, you know, own our own money, have our own bank account, have a mortgage, uh, make decisions about our bodies. When it became like illegal for a, a husband to rape his wife, like that's relatively recent because the idea is still that old idea of like, well, you're his wife. He kind of owns you. You can't possibly consent isn't an issue. Like it's, it's, that's that wasn't that long ago. It's like so messed up. And I read. I don't share this with you so that you can get all angry or riled up or just hate all men. I love men. We need men. They're brilliant. This isn't about that. This is about you understanding, oh, okay, maybe, maybe actually my IBS and my um, hormone issues and my fatigue and my autoimmune condition. Okay, maybe actually that makes a bit of sense. Because also in the last 30 years, Women have also been burdened with this idea of, yeah, go have a career, which is great. And also also keep up all your other roles. So I feel like women these days are often 
more under, well, it's hard to know because I wasn't alive 60 years ago, but there's this other layer of like, earn money, have a career, work really hard, and also run the home. Also remember all your kids' um, school uniform dates, make stuff for World Book Day, <laughs> like sort out the house, look after the kids, look after your pets, be the caregiver, do this, sort out the house, decorate the house, make Christmas magical, make Easter really fun, do all these kind of funs, plan your life, sort out with your relationships, money, money, and also have this career. It's like, oh, gr- great. <laughs> Um, so have a think on these points. You don't have to agree with me. Some of this is just history. You could always look a little bit of feminist history. This isn't, and you know, this, I have my own opinions of this, but I really want to introduce this idea to you and just sit and think, okay, how do I think this history would be impacting me? And really just allow that to seep in because I can promise you that when you can look at how far you've come, how far you've come with your body, how the rights that you now have, the freedoms that we now have, the knowledge that we now have, the choices that we now have, which is incredible. First of all, you can be like, wow, this is incredible. And also you might have a lot more compassion for why it's been hard because you could maybe take a, use a little bit of empathy and think, oh my God, this is you know, if I'd been allowed a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, these are, this is what my life would have looked like. I would probably been like, I know I would have been burned at the stake for being a witch if I was alive, what, 600 years ago, all dunked in water, like, and we joke about it, but there is, it's worth knowing where we've come from. And it really helps you to understand where you're at right now. And yes, as a holistic nutritionist, I do this from a geeky perspective in terms of the development of your microbiome, your immune system, the nutrients, your diet growing up, trauma, antibiotics, use of the pill, medications, these kind of things. But this is a component to it as well that I just want to share with you to help you be kind, to help you to have compassion, to help you realize that this is not some character flaw, that actually the system and the context that you've been in has kind of set you up to feel awful in your body, set you up to struggle. That's why there's increased fertility, increased levels of um, autism and neurodivergence coming up, increased levels of breast cancers, increased diabetes, increased heart disease, increase, 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 increase is one of the reasons. It's obviously not the only reason. But there, this it's not because of your personal weakness or because you're rubbish. No, it actually is a really logical response when you look back. Okay, so be really kind to yourself. I'm here to help you if you need it, but have an amazing day. Do something really lovely and put, you can always just put your hand on your heart and just take some deep breaths and go, okay, it's amazing. It's amazing that I'm here, that we're here, that we have the freedoms we have. We have the life we have. It is really amazing. You can acknowledge history You can look at it in the eye, you can look at the hard stuff, and you can also be really grateful for where you're at right now. Okay, sending you lots of love, and I'll see you next week for another episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please head over to iTunes and subscribe there. And while you're there, leave a rating and review so more people can hear about this. And if you want more support from me, if you want some more personalized and bespoke support, then make sure you do the gut goddess quiz. 
you can go to keziahall.com forward slash quiz and it's a bit of a mini holistic health assessment where you can start to get an idea of where to begin. So if you're struggling with a whole host of symptoms and you're not really sure what they mean and you're not really sure where to begin, what to eat, where to focus on, what to believe, what action to take, the gut goddess quiz is for you. I will assess some of your symptoms and then you'll get sent some bespoke support via email and we can connect there if you want to. So that's keziahall.com forward slash quiz, keziahall.com forward slash quiz.